This is a V Vibration Studio Production. The human voice really is a remarkable tool that extends far beyond its main purpose of communication. It holds incredible power. Our voice plays a vital role in shaping ourselves, how we are perceived, and the impact we make. Sharing our experiences, our stories, and our conversations, we invite you into our world. Welcome to Two Voice Activists with Philip and Victoria. Episode 2 Persona. So, Philip, why don't we start by you asking me the question that I already know the answer to? <laughs> So, Victoria, let's start with, what is your persona? Well, I think I'm a very loyal person, quite kind most of the time. I do love a laugh, to be fun, have fun. Uh, I'm loyal. I can be a little bit cranky now and again, I think. Um, Am I allowed to agree with you? You are. You are. (laughs) Yes, so what you're doing is you're describing your personality. Absolutely. But actually, the word persona... Let's break it down to its Latin roots. So per means through and sona means sound. The word persona actually means through sound or in the presence of sound. And I knew all that before we even started. (laughs) You did. And you get top marks, by the way. Thank you very much. But it is remarkable, really, when you think that we all think of persona as our personality, just like you said. But the English dictionary suggests it's often different to our real or private character. So, in other words, the social role we adopt as opposed to our true inner self. So, if an example, someone who is shy in public or public speaking may well be very gregarious at home. But, of course, it can be equally the other way around. Well, yes, because we put on and create different personas, don't we? We know we put on a disguise for many reasons and in many different areas of our life. Just as we wear our clothes, so we put on made-up personas. We dress up in them to impress, hide behind them at work at home, socially. But who are we, standing naked, without our clothes, without these made-up personas? Who are we, simply through sound? We are all players in a universal orchestra, variable in size, shape, sound, yet in a symphony orchestra, a tiny piccolo can be heard equally, along with the brass, the strings, the wind and the percussion, all sections of the orchestra. And yet, sometimes in day-to-day life, our greatest challenge as humans is to resonate harmoniously with another human being, using a voice with awareness, understanding and technique, which, like those finely tuned orchestral instruments, is clear resonant and equal, creating harmony rather than dissonance. Among primates, 
Humans are uniquely able to consciously control the frequency of their voice, making it possible to hit high notes and low notes. The human voice frequency can resonate between 100 and 10,000 hertz. And likewise, our bodies and organs also resonate at different frequencies within us and are therefore working more effectively or not according to that vibration. Because the frequency that we and everything around us vibrates at affects our daily interactions as well as our health and well-being, for good and bad. Those we can hear and those we cannot. It's proven that 528 hertz frequency is the greatest opportunity for the human body to heal itself naturally because it boosts human immunity by enhancing antioxidant activity. It also lifts our heart vibration, helps us to flow in perfect rhythm and harmony with ourselves and the planet. And the most amazing fact is, it is the frequency used by genetic biochemists to actually repair broken DNA, which is the very genetic blueprint upon which all life is based. Of course, there are some frequencies that the human ear can hear and some we can't. For instance, some animals communicate in frequencies that humans are incapable of hearing. These sounds of nature can be healing, but we are also present to harmful vibrational pollution, some of which we are aware of and some we're not. This can lead to dis-ease on many levels. So, Philip... We've talked about frequency and how different frequencies can affect us. Yeah. So can you just tell us a little bit about how frequency has had an impact for good and bad on you when you were young? Yes, I can. Well, the first was, well, I can describe it as inspirational. And the second, absolutely terrifying. Okay. And it still affects me, actually. Mm. Well, the first, let's go on the first. Let's start with a lovely one. Yes. So at my first ever piano lesson, my piano teacher was Mrs. Faulkner. And she was a lovely, lovely, wonderful person and a brilliant pianist and teacher. I remember my first ever lesson. I remember her opening the door and seeing this grand piano for the first time it was really exciting and there was this long duet stall and Mrs Faulkner you know asked me to sit on the stall and which I did and um but then, am I right in thinking that I, I thought you could already play the piano by well, that I could age. I'd already taught myself which you see that's amazing I mean that's just phenomenal really well um it was a slight surprise to Mrs. Faulkner, to be quite honest. <laughs> As sure. I said, I'm here for piano lessons, but I can already play. <laughs> <laughs> well, I taught myself, yes. So anyway, what I did is uh, she asked me to play then, you know, prove it. So I strummed out a hymn. Um, I think I probably did strum it out very loudly <laughs> with a bit of showmanship, you know. Um, anyway, she sat beside me and she said, Philip, very good. But what you have to do is give yourself to the music. You have to lean into the piano. I can really remember this moment so so vividly. And then she stood me up and she placed my hands on top of the piano. And then she played so beautifully. And we 
gusto. And literally, I could feel the vibration of the music penetrate every cell of my being. It really touched my soul. And I can remember it to this day. Well, I guess that's because it obviously had a really positive impact on you. A healthy, joyous impact. It was wonderful. Yeah. Well, why don't you now tell us your other story, which also I know had great impact on you, but unfortunately for all the wrong reasons. Helped by the familiar hand of the choir master, I nervously climbed up the wooden ladder into the dimly lit church organ loft. The choir master scurried off through the vestry and across the nave of the empty church to return to the organ console. My mission was to locate and release the organ pipe that had become stuck and was in a constant high-pitched ear-piercing whistle. I stood tiny and alone, overpowered by the monster tubular lead organ pipes that towered above me. To my left, were the lungs of the organ, the vast bellows. Behind me were the shutters that stood high above the choir stalls and me. I walked towards the tiny bank of small pipes in the far room and started to release them one by one until the piercing whistle finally stopped. And I was left in silence. As I made my way to the loft hatch, the choir master lowered his hands on the organ console and started to play. The brutal force of the vibrational sound just shot through my body like a tidal wave, abusively invading. The bass of the monstrous pipes reverberated so deeply into my soul and the sound of those giant lungs injected fear that would haunt me forever. Such a contrasting story to the first one, Philip. I can't even begin to comprehend the level of dissonance that must have gone through you. Well, I can still feel it. No wonder I've been present to a lot of fear in my life. There's something about the enormity of that vibration going through your body. And when you're a child, that imprint of fright stays with you. Yeah, and I'm sure. Listen, in contrast to your first story with the wonderful Mrs Faulkner. Oh, the lovely Mrs Faulkner. Can you explain the difference in feeling between the joy and beauty of the vibration she provided for you and made you feel, and therefore your love of piano, as compared to this last experience where that noise was forced upon you? Well, the piano is such a beautiful, expressive instrument. It's touch-sensitive. So when you play it, your emotion goes through from every muscle of your body to the keyboard and out of sound. Mrs. Faulkner's intention was something that was kind and gentle and inspirational, which is what I felt in my body. And which is what I feel whenever I hear you play the piano now. Thank you. But with a church organ, 
you have no emotive control of the sound. And being in an organ loft with 32-foot high pipes and having that vastness of vibration forced upon you is terrifying. I can still recall it now. I don't like the church organ, partly because it scares me, and my body still reacts in fear to that sound and memory. Well, yes, and I've witnessed that if we've been in a church together. But, of course, the piano led on to a whole career for you. Yes, I love the piano, and I became a professional pianist, of course. I played for and coached for so many singers. I found a partnership with the piano in a way that I didn't find in anything else. Yes, and these two contrasting stories are a huge example of the harmony and the dissonance, i.e. the joy and fear, that frequency and vibration can create in one human being. Yes, and surprisingly, I now understand how both these experiences have shaped my life and cemented the path to me becoming a voice activist today. Everyone has the right of voice, but our primal voice has been quietened and conditioned over time, disconnected, locked, and sometimes even stolen. However, when the whole of you is working at its optimum and as a balanced force, you can reclaim your voice, your unique voice vibration. This will then impact and improve every area of your life. We invite you to reconnect with your body, unlock your voice and discover your full potential. And come on an empowering quest to transform your world. Victoria, you always talk about the bodies being transient. Well, yes, I do. Our, our lives, life itself and our bodies are transient and can change from day to day, minute to minute. But being transient and being able to change our voice frequency, we are also able to choose in our life to live in our empowerment or our disempowerment. And that takes us back to persona, because as we've said, our persona and our frequency are one and the same thing. But any dissonance in that frequency can allow us to affect our own personality, as I've done in the past. And interestingly, for someone I would say is fairly vivacious and outspoken, when I was put in a party situation years ago, even with a whole room full of people I knew... I'd walk into that party and I would flit from conversation to conversation without really connecting and go off and just dance on my own. I mean, obviously, at that time, I felt quite disempowered unless I was on a stage. But of course, now I feel completely free of my voice and my interaction. And actually, one of the places of my empowerment and persona being really free these days, Philip, is being with my granddaughter, who's four going on five, because I can be free in the joy of living with her, the same as she is. And because of our work, I'm very aware of trying not to dampen her freedom of spirit. I can actually play in it with her. It's interesting because I spent a lot of time with you and your granddaughter and I have often said to you, you really use your voice in so many ways in its full capacity and you definitely change frequency, let me tell you. 
We are born naked and free, happy to run and play, splash in our paddling pool, jump in puddles, giggling with glee, shouting with the pure joy of living. But as we grow and learn, we are clothed, clothed in layers of material, draped in the taught opinions of our guardians, schools, peers, quickly laden down with the layers of life experiences that other people put upon us or we experience for ourselves. And so we trudge on, gathering layers, personas we wear that have been imprinted on us or we have imprinted on ourselves, no longer happy to stand freely in our true persona. As voice activists, we gently remove these layers one by one. The layers that dampen your unique vibrational frequency, that muffle your true persona and freedom. Remove them so that you may stand happy and free in the pure joy of living. In your prime resonant frequency. Push beyond what you ever believed possible. Reach your goals and aspirations. Join us for the VV Live program. For further information, contact us at vvibration.com. Well, I hope we've given you some insight to how frequency really affects us in our life story. Thank you for joining us for Persona. And please join us next time for Episode 3, Language. A journey into the juxtaposition of our language and sound.